There are multiple ways to keep in touch with the Wolf Connection podcast. Through our Instagram handle, the Wolf Connection Pod, and for comments and questions, send us an email to podcast at wolfconnection.org with your comments, questions, and guest ideas for Stephen and myself. You may hear your question answered on an upcoming podcast. Thank you for your support and howls to you all. Welcome to the Wolf Connection Podcast. I'm your host, John Calvin. Let's talk about some more. Taylor Bland is back with me at the International Wolf Symposium here in Minnesota. And I, I was just telling you right now, it's been almost two years since we talked to you and a lot's happened. So I want you to tell me and I guess everybody who's listening, what's what's going on with you? Because a lot of new developments, a lot of cool stuff for you. So just go ahead and let everybody know what's what's going on with you. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's been an exciting few years for sure. I think the last time I was on, I was dealing with habituated wolves, but also working for Yellowstone Wolf Tracker Guiding Service. Uh, now I've moved up a little bit and I am a biological science technician for the Yellowstone Wolf Project, uh, but still kind of focusing on those same mentalities, uh, habituation and figuring out how to deal with that on the landscape. Um, I also got appointed to be one of the board of directors for the International Wolf Center. Uh, and so it's my honor to be here kind of representing the Wolf Project and the board uh, at the symposium this year. What's that like for you? First of all, how how cool is it that now you were you were guiding for wolves and now you're working in the wolf project with all the individuals that, you know, you were helping guide around? What was that like? What's that like for you? Yeah, it's been an incredible experience. Um, you know, I have been studying them pretty much since I moved to Montana in 2018. And so now to get to be doing the research and kind of doing the hands-on experience, uh, it's really something magical. And I'm you know, grateful that I get to learn from some of the best in the field, Doug Smith, Kira Cassidy, uh, and just kind of being emerged with all of them is pretty amazing. Uh, you were you were giving a talk before, and I know we were we were kind of talking in the hallway a little bit about that. What was the? I know you did the you did habituation again, right? For your for your discussion or for your little talk that you had. What was what were the things you were trying to drive home for anybody that was there and what they were coming to see you for? Yeah, I just want people to realize, you know, that these are wild animals on the landscape and they are extremely controversial, especially in the surrounding areas uh, within Yellowstone National Park. And so I want people to be mindful when viewing them at close proximity that we're trying to keep them truly wild, uh, not for our own safety, but for theirs outside of the park during the season. And... um What's cool, I think, is you know what's it like being on the board uh, and being a being a seat there. How did how did that all happen? What was the what was the process like for you? I mean, you're you're here. I know they made you howl on the on the first day um, to open up everything. But what's that like being able to really have this connection between Yellowstone and and here and be sort of a conduit for that both of these amazing places. It's been a long journey. Uh, when I was first appointed to the board, it was because of one of the women I guided, Alice Silky. She was a board member and she thought that I would be a good fit. Um, and it was a little bit, I was hesitant because I am the youngest board member. Um, and I'm also, I was at the time, the only person of color on the board. So I was bringing a little bit of a diverse background and also 
I was one of the only ones at the time actually working in the field with wolves. So it was a different perspective that I was bringing, uh, but it's been really great. And it kind of helped me tie in with my captive work that I used to do um, with the facility that they have and the captive wolves that they um, have. So yeah. it's been a fun, <laughs> long journey. Yeah. No, I mean, are you are you in vellum? Like, has it hit you all yet? Or are you still, because you seem like when we, when we see each other in the hall and we're literally running and doing, it almost feels like speed dating with the, with this conference, <laughs> but you seem like you're, you're just sort of taking it all in. Are you, are you stressed at all? Are you kind of like, now that your talk's over, are you just like, huh, everything's good. How are you feeling right now? Yeah, it's been overwhelming. And you know, with COVID and everything that's been going on, I haven't actually met any of the board members in person until this meeting. And so, you know, there is just a million different people I was interacting with, uh, all wonderful. But I think it's nice to be able to kind of relax and enjoy the rest of the symposium without any pressure or stress going forward. Yeah. Was there anyone, I asked this to the two Bridgets, um, is there anyone that you, again, since you haven't met anybody, you didn't meet the, the board members, but was there someone when you got here that you said, I love to chat because you've read papers or you've done, seen studies, who, one, two, if there were, even if there are multiple people that you were like, I need to corner this person for maybe five or 10 minutes and just pick their brain. Yeah, uh, I'm actually looking forward to going back down and meeting with Kevin Crooks. Uh, oh, yeah. He's one of the professors at Colorado State and helped run the Predator Coexistence Project. Um, I'm super interested in what he's doing. I think I want to pursue furthering my education with some type of human dimension things and kind of coexisting with different wildlife. Uh, so I'd love to chat with him. And it is so interesting. You know, I do work with these awesome, amazing wolf biologists, but just being in a setting like this and hearing Kira Cassidy talk or Doug, it's like they're such a wealth of knowledge. Um, we don't really interact in that way yeah. you know, in Yellowstone. And so seeing them kind of do their own thing and really, you know, share their knowledge with everyone else, it's amazing. Is there anyone, and you don't have to answer, I guess, <laughs> but where you had that awestruck sort of feeling where you go, oh, wow, this, this person's actually here, you know, in the flesh, you can actually see whoever it is. It's been interesting because I do kind of work with some of the big wigs, you know? And so <laughs> I know of individuals and I've actually been shocked at how individuals look. You yeah. know, I've heard all about Bridget <laughs> Borg and I didn't, I saw what I expected her to look like, you know? Uh, and so that's been fun to like put a name to the face. Um, I'm still a bit uncomfortable and shy with kind of introducing myself and putting myself out there. So I really haven't. <laughs> Um, gone out of my way, but I'd love to talk to Carter Niemeyer, you know, just kind of pick his brain about things that are going on and Dick Teal, one of the board members. And, you know, he was a super big wolf biologist in Wisconsin. He's been great to chat with. Um, so it's been fun. No, I think it's so interesting because when, when I, when we talk to you, you, I mean, you're such, I, to me, I think you're such an outward, you, you are, you're just, you have a lot of energy and I love that about you. So it's, I mean, we all get in that way. I mean, trust me, I used to hate public speaking and I was nervous and now I give tours. So it's like, it's, it all comes kind of full circle. What's, what are the, some of the main things that you want to take from all of this? Because it's, you, you are such a multifaceted individual because you, you're, your fingers are in everything. So what's the main thing you are thinking to yourself? Okay, when I go back to Montana, 
the, the what's the thing you really you're looking to take for yourself? Yeah, I think there's uh, two things that I've really been exploring since I've been here. One, I was pretty against going to grad school or to get my PhD or whatever it is. Uh, and I realized just kind of being surrounded by all of these people that that's something that I need to do uh, in order to kind of use my voice to make a difference in whatever I want to go into. I need to do that, you know. And so I've come to terms with that. Um, and also varying perspectives, you know. Being within this unique ecosystem of Yellowstone, I'm like... It's so bizarre. You know, you're surrounded by such polarized opposites, uh, you know, super pro-wolf, super anti-wolf. And it's interesting to see people from all over the country and world and how they're kind of dealing with some of the same things and their mindsets. And so that's something that I'm really trying to, you know, be open-minded about and going forward. Yeah. What's, was there one, have you, have you visited a talk that you looked at and you, you circled it right away? What was one of those that you that you can remember? <laughs> yeah, Jad Davenport with yes, the polar bears yes. and the wolves. That is epic, uh, you know. And I'd love to be one of those people who gets to go there and do it. You know, um, that is super incredible, and I would love to be able to research some of those behavioral dynamics. Um, I knew I was going to him right away. <laughs> yeah, I. It's funny because I emailed Jad before, and I think he was too busy because I was trying to get him on before the symposium. And clearly knowing the length of his work and the remoteness of his work, it's probably going to be, it'll be interesting once once we get him on here. Um, I guess, fine. I mean, I have to bring this the little personal touch in here because I know you, Jack, and Jeremy drove here, which I don't know how, how that functioned. Because then I, I know you guys drove from Montana, you went right to Ely to the center and then you came back down. Um, how was that? <laughs> Just on a personal level yeah. of, go, of, of doing that ride yeah. uh, and getting up to Ely. Jack, Jeremy, and I, we all have a very unique relationship. Uh, we're roommates. <laughs> and so we spend a lot of time together. You know, we're all best friends. And so it's fun <laughs> to yeah. do these types of things. We've gone on long road trips before. They're always complaining I don't do my share of the drive. <laughs> Uh, I think I cut my drive 30 minutes short and Jeremy did not <laughs> let me forget it. Okay. And I will be making it up on the way back. Oh, you will. Um, oh so it's a good time. Yeah. Did you go, and that was, uh, I keep remembering things. So you went up to Ely. What was that experience like? Because I wasn't uh, able to go. What was the the tour for everybody, anybody who's, you know, listening or wants to visit the the International Wolf Center? What's the... When when they when they go there and they want to schedule a visit, what's something that they can expect? What's the the main focus of of the work that's being done there and that you're on the board of? Yeah, I uh, actually had my hesitations just because I've had previous bad experiences with captive animals, um, just my previous work. And so I was a little hesitant, uh, but it is a state-of-the-art facility. I was super impressed by it. The wolves are very well taken care of. They're happy. Um, we got to do some behind the scenes, which was really amazing and see, you know, where they're fed and the medical attention that they get. Um, and they're loved, you know, by all of the staff there. And so I think one of the most important things is that they're being used as that ambassador animal, you know, and so people can come in into that super large viewing area and see the pups and the older adults messing around and interacting with the people. Uh, and it's just super educational with all of their different exhibits and everything going on. So it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. One thing you could tell anybody when, because the next symposium won't be for another four years. 
what's one thing that you would say to anyone who's thinking, listening to the the podcast, these little podcasts that that we're doing, of a reason why they should be here when the next one comes around? Yeah, so I actually heard one of the head wildlife biologists from Oregon studying wolves say that she was shocked that this is what the symposium was like. Uh, And I thought that was super interesting because I had the same kind of ideologies that she had. People had just told you that, you know, this is super wolf advocate, you know, heavy, Mm. and uh, it's not really science-based, and it's super biased, and that's so opposite of what we've seen. There are so many people from different backgrounds, you know, people from 18 different countries. You have students and wildlife biologists who have been studying wolves for 50 years, and wildlife techs, and grad students, PhD, and so it's been really amazing to be surrounded by so many people who all kind of have the same feeling towards wildlife and predators or whatever it is. Yeah, it really seems to have such a balance of people really understanding that we need to, again, come together from all these different places and try to make this work. And yeah, it was I was listening to somebody who was doing research in Poland and just how that is affecting the wolf population. And we just came from a, a, the panel with Doug, Kira, Bridget, and Steve. So it's just, it, it's fascinating. So anybody who... When the next one comes around in four years, um, I, I, I would strongly recommend anybody come here. But Taylor, thanks for just you know a few minutes, and uh, you know I think we got to head down and grab <laughs> lunch before it closes. But thanks so much. Congratulations, by the way, on everything that's going on with you and uh, that you're in the Wolf Project. You're on the board of of this place, and uh, just awesome work. And, and keep using your voice. I mean, you're you're just great. It's so awesome to chat with you again. Thank you so much. No problem. How's to you out there and. We'll be back with a little bit more. Looking to support Wolf Connection or sponsor one of the wolves in our pack? Just go to wolfconnection.org, click on the Donate tab, and find out more information. 